Hello, everyone, and welcome to Toronto Rock Total Access. I am Mike Hancock, and along with me, as always, is the co-host, Challen Rogers. And Challen, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Battling adversity and getting through it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you should have heard my intro. I just spit the intro off pure memory and did a great job. Wish you could hear it, but... It'll probably get cut out of the show, yeah. yeah. Unless we can use it as recording. some random bumper yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I was recording just right oh. when you did that, yeah. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Maybe when you're sick or something, I'll, I'll take over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or we could do it on Zoom. No, that's really official. Yeah. All right, moving really? on. How are we? Uh, we're doing great. Obviously, we just came off a of bye week, and, um, you know, I think that obviously begs the question, like, what what do you get into on the bye week? I mean, there was games to watch. I feel like some guys watch games, some guys don't, right? It's not like everybody's dialed in. Are you guys in on the group chat on the bye week saying who's watching the game? Like, is it usually everybody's in on it? or? Yeah, I think it just kind of depends. Um I know for myself, early on in my career, I wasn't listening or sorry, listening, watching, uh, <laughs> watching a ton of games. Um, but you know, now I, I make an effort to to watch a part of majority of them. Um, just kind of depending on what things are doing. But yeah, guys were talking about it in the in the group chat. And it's funny though when you say listening because that is like that was in the early two thousands the way people were. Taking in the NLL games because I mean I I I can remember doing audio only webcasts of games. Yeah, and like, I, to be honest, I remember listening to them back back when you know early two thousands. Yeah, I remember driving, listening to some games, and they're like, "Oh, lacrosse on the radio, that's kind of yeah. neat." But we were doing them on the internet, audio only. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Like I did the the very first ever NLL game in Montreal. I did the play-by-play on the webcast um, on the internet. Yeah, that's neat. just audio I didn't only. Know that. Yeah, and even crazier stories back then when we didn't have like a really good setup. What we would do was we would actually call it through the phone. So literally, like in the summer, I would be doing webcasts on games like at the Brampton Center, and the Brampton Majors playing, and I would have a telephone receiver. In my hand, and I was calling the games, and on the other end was a guy by the name of Scott Neese, who a lot of people, old school NLL people would remember. He was on the other end in like, I want to say New Jersey or New York, and he was taking the phone call into his computer and coding it and putting it out as the uh, as the game. Like in the summers, we were doing this on like the old lacrosse network before, <laughs> Yeah. That's it crazy. goes way back, man. Yeah, <laughs> the webcasting days. I know everybody, like a lot of people talk, oh, the webcast. But like those are the those are the OG webcasts for lacrosse was the early 2000s. And we were actually the first ones to, I think, ever do video of any summer lacrosse. Anyways, we did the 2002 Founders Cup in Halton Hills was actually video webcast. And... We followed that up by the 2002 Man Cup in Brampton. We actually webcast games with the old Real Player, which you probably don't even remember existed on the internet way back in the day. But the Real Player was yeah. that like Microsoft's? It was. Uh, it was just Real Media. Like it was just the the name of the company. I don't oh. even know what it is or if it exists anymore. <laughs> Maybe somebody can tell us. But yeah, that was 
you had to have that media player. It was like Windows media player, but this was real media player. And that's what we uh, we used to stream the games way back then. Wow. It's over 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Glad times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can just even remember when we did the Founders Cup that year. It was like people were responding on like fan forums and stuff. And some people in the States were watching the games because they had high speed internet. But here in Ontario, even there wasn't like, wasn't, I guess, widespread mainstream use. Like people were still on dial up. So if you're on dial up, <laughs> there was no way you were getting the video. Some people could get the audio a little bit, like you could choose audio or audio with video. And it was, uh, it was crazy back then. Like the technology, it was coming obviously, but it was also a battle because, you know, you were, uh, you, you were never really winning there if you didn't have high-speed internet. And then even then, it wasn't... I mean, I can remember the early days of high-speed internet and seeing somebody download a song in, like, you know, five seconds where it used to be, like, you'd set it overnight. Yeah, <laughs> there, Right? The old Napster huh. days and whatnot. But anyway, so we are off on a tangent. Um, that was a crazy tangent. Yeah, sorry. That was all just about uh, watching games on the bye weeks. <laughs> and suddenly, we were back 20 years ago. But... Um, yeah, the bye week. So, and are the guys totally dialed into the games? Is it like, I know you're saying, you know, you guys are kind of into it on the group chat, but, and this maybe goes towards the unified standings in that, that maybe some games that you're interested in now, are you finding that already that you're like, oh, you know, maybe I would have watched this game over this game before. And now I'm watching this game just because whatever, I don't, it's just different. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, I think that's a great way of putting it. Um, with the unified standings now, every game kind of that's being played matters um, as a viewer or obviously in the standings. But um, yeah, I, I usually kind of games are going on at the same time. I usually pick the one that I think's going to be more exciting or maybe like a Panther City game, obviously playing them this week, um, obviously would take kind of priority. But um, yeah, I've just kind of usually picked the games by but everyone's I deem super exciting or more exciting. Now, maybe I should know the answer to this because I feel like TSN does have like a multiplex feature for the TV channels, but maybe not for the streams for TSN Plus. But that would be great if you could multiplex, like have four games on the screen at once rather than needing to have four screens to watch multiple games kind I, of thing. I definitely think there's ways to do that. I think Rosie's done it before. but Really? Yeah. We haven't yeah. had Rosie on yet? Well, I guess it's, we're early in the season. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, what the heck? We don't have to use Rosie, Rosie early. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. He's always ready in the bullpen. Yep. Yep. He, he's not going to like us saying that. But Is he anxious to get on? No, he wants to get on. I think since I've come on, he hasn't come on as much. That's true. Yeah. He so was in a regular kind of, rotation. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, I'm trying to branch out, give the listener someone new. That's good. <laughs> Um, I was going to say, what else did you get up to this weekend? But I know one thing you didn't get up to on the weekend. Yeah, it was, it was a busy weekend for sure. <laughs> I was coaching the 2008 Rockstars to a championship. That's right. Yes. Yep. A champ- you were coaching the 08s. The 08s. So you were coaching yeah. Oski. Oski. Yeah. Had a weekend. Did he? Yeah, he played great. It's great. Owen O'Halloran, for those who uh, don't know who Oski is. But one day you will. I promise you will. Um, yeah, I, I went to see Cirque du Soleil on Friday night. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> it was actually awesome. I will say you missed out. You missed out, buddy. I've been before. 
It was good. Have you seen that one, the ice one? No. Oh, okay. Well, I saw the trailer for it though. Yeah. And that's kind of the exact same thing. It was. <laughs> yes, it's the whole. It's just as good. Yeah. That's what they say. The trailer is just as good. <laughs> Um, sometimes better the one. No, never. The one thing I will say is that we were, we were seated off to the side for it. Bit of a different experience. Cause then I saw some videos and clips of people online, like straight on with the, the setup. And I'm like, Ooh, that would have been a totally different experience. Cause I even thought where we were sitting, we were up a little bit higher. And I was like, people are sitting lower, getting like a totally different experience of this. And then I was like, you know what, if we were sitting straight on, it would have been even, even more different, but all in all, everybody who showed up enjoyed it. Happy to hear. <laughs> All right. So this week, uh, we have Latrell Harris on the podcast here at some point, we're hoping. Uh, 15 minutes away. Not in your time listening, though, so don't worry. It's not going to quite feel that long. Um, we uh, we have a road game here coming up, the first roadie of the season. We have later on in the program, too. We'll tee this up right now. Listener mailbag has exploded. 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 It it's is all we've wanted to. Unbelievable the number of uh, actual legitimate questions that have come in this week. So we're going to try to get to as many as possible in the second half of the show, and we will begin awarding a rock prize pack. Sometimes it'll be swag. Sometimes it'll be tickets to an upcoming game. Ooh. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of mix it up and, and see what we got in the prize locker. We should have we prefaced it by saying – our mailboxes, or sorry, our mailbox is usually always pretty full. It is, but yeah. Just, now it's exploded, yeah, exploded. because it's like yeah. overflowing. It's, That's right. It's, it's, just, it's everything it's, we've wanted. And thanks for pointing that out. Absolutely. Um, so again, for anybody, we'll tee this up right now because I think maybe sometimes people don't listen all the way to the end of the podcast, and that's when we teed it up last time, was that uh, you can email your questions to Total Access like the name of the show, at torontorock.com and throw your questions at us, um, especially if like maybe you have a suggestion for a guest even. But um, for the most part, questions for the uh, listener mailbag, and then we're going to pick one person each week to uh, receive a rock prize pack. That will vary. It's not always going to be the same thing. Kind of like the idea of people sending in questions for people on the team as well. Because then it also gives us questions for our guests when they come here yeah, it's from the like fans. They, so we're they, mixing in both. They do our prep for us. A little it's bit. Great. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, our, our devoted listeners can get the answers to those hard-hitting questions that they've asked. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's great to, uh, it's great to get some of these people asking questions because some of them I know are longtime listeners of the podcast, and it's great to see that they are still continuing on their uh, fandom of the Toronto Rock and this program. So it's all very wonderful. Uh, so the first road trip of the season coming up here, Chow. First roadie. Panther City. Not only first roadie, first time ever playing Hist- historic game. Panther City. First time ever playing Panther City. If people don't know where Panther City is, that's Fort Worth, Texas. The Dallas-Fort Worth area is where the team will be traveling into. City of Panthers. Have you been to Texas before in your life? Multiple times. Multiple times? Yep. For? Uh, MLL and PLL. Ah, right. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> really? And what were your experiences like in Texas? It's hot. Did you get to spend much time or was it a typical in and out, play the game? Uh, typical in and out, kind of spend two, three days there. Um, everything's bigger in Texas. 
Really? Everything. Well, to my first, I guess, experience, we stopped by a gas station. Um, it was early in the morning, I think, when we fl- flew. So just like stopped at a, a gas station. This gas station was just massive. You get absolutely anything you wanted. Anything. Really? Yeah. You want some chicken thighs? They got them. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to think of the most random thing. And Brad brought and chicken up. Chicken thighs? Well, was Brad the most sent me a text thing. earlier about chicken thighs, and then that's what popped in my head. Really? But yeah, you can get anything, anything there. It's like a liquor store, a, a produce store store so you could do your shopping there you could do anything your car you want fixed there. yeah buy a home honestly i think i saw a realtor in the back corner <laughs> that's incredible yeah wow but yeah no it, it's super nice dry hot i i, I don't do good in that type of heat dry heat so would you compare it to vegas then i've never been to texas been to vegas but uh i've been to vegas for like 11 hours that was my uh, experience in vegas I didn't get out, um, and it was during the night, so I didn't really get, didn't see much of the day. Fair. And that's it. Okay. That's yeah, it. No, so we can't just, compare yet. All right. No. Well, you will be able to answer that question. It's also in the summer. Later in the there. season. Oh, yeah. Well, Vegas is like crazy hot in the summer, so I'm sure Texas is much the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> How about we pause right there and we will uh, get ready to welcome our guest in here. He's not playing this regular season anyways, but we'll get a chance to check in with Latrell Harris, see how the rehab is going, talk a little bit about the injury and just where he's at uh, being a fan of this team for a little while here while he's nursing, uh, nursing that torn ACL and getting back to 100% and hopefully we'll see him sooner than later but we will get a chance to talk to him coming up next here on Toronto Rock Total Access. Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access. I'm Mike Hancock, along with the co-host, Challen Rogers, and we now welcome in on the program the one and only Latrell Harris, his first visit on the podcast this year. Latrell, how are you doing? Pretty good, Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well. Ciao. I'm doing great. That's my buddy's on. My roomie. Your roomie? Roomie. Yeah. You're around roomie. <laughs> but not roomie this weekend. No. Well, why do you even? Need oh, to well, put sorry. That in here? You just you wow. said Ruby, and then it's like, how's that? Gonna, how's that going to go this weekend? No, no road treasy. I know. I have, an, I have a new roommate for the first time in five years. Away roommate. It's going to be different. But hey, wish she goes. I wish Latrell could make the trip, but. Yeah, it's on me. We're not gonna. <laughs> we're not saying. Let's skip that part of the interview. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so the the other part of why you're not going, obviously, you sustained a knee injury at the end of the PLL season, and you've had uh, knee surgery. And anybody who's followed things, uh, TorontoRock.com. Of course, we had an article right uh, after the surgery happened, and kind of tracking things a little bit. But um, why don't you update everybody for those who? hadn't read the article or maybe aren't quite as in touch with things all the time, maybe update them on uh, what's going on with you and how things are progressing in terms of your rehab. 
Cool. Well, uh, yeah, I guess September 7th, I had the ACL surgery. And now we're like three months and two weeks post-op, I guess. And uh, we're doing really well. Doing really well. Testing really well. Uh, rehab is going good. So it's nice to hear. So what are those kind of benchmark things? I know you posted on your Instagram within probably the last two weeks about, you know, your first day going out for a run with... Cappy. Yep. <laughs> um, I won. You won, all right. That's <laughs> probably a good thing. No, 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 it's definitely a good thing. I just had the last second head thrust oh. through the line. Okay. Um, but why don't you tell us about some of those benchmark things? Like, you know, so I guess, what, was it three months you could start to run? Or were you ahead of schedule at that point? And then what's kind of the, the next things that you're looking forward to being able to do? Cool, yeah. It started with um, the first six weeks. After the first six weeks, then it goes into a three-month testing, which I had to do about like four or five uh, physical tests. And then two written, not tests, but like, you know, answers almost. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, once I pass that, or if you pass that, you continue to, on to uh, running, and I passed it, which is nice. And then, yeah, had my first run, and Shaw was there to partake, which is huge. That, uh, that was really cool. So, yeah, and now we're here three months, two weeks out, running running on schedule and, you know, picking it up a little bit with rehab and in the gym. So that's good mentally, for sure. Real nice mentally. I mean, I saw you out here on the turf I guess a week ago or so doing some footwork stuff and it looked pretty good. <laughs> yeah. good. Well, I can't be looking bad on this turf. <laughs> well, this is, this is I don't, but turf. is that again, like, I mean, this will be one of those things where from afar you're like, is, is that ahead of schedule? Is it on schedule? Is it, you know, are you testing above average for this point in time in a regular rehab kind of cycle? Like what are those kind of, timelines are you aware of those at this point but like kind of where are you at when you're doing things like that yeah right now i would say i'm i'm pretty on pace for what the protocol says and you know what we do in the uh on the center over there but uh yes i was doing pretty good in those drills that you're talking about uh, it was kind of my first time going at it so i kind of just didn't really think about it and just you know kind of wanted to see what i had in me and it was nice now you've always got a smile on your face but just watching you talk about that bigger smile. <laughs> so tell well, us just how were you feeling going through that? Is that something where you're just like, okay, like I'm, is it gaining confidence? It's obviously the mental side of this whole thing is going to be, you know, it's another battle on its own, but you know, for you to talk about it and look like you're so happy about it, it's like, yeah, I'm there's something there, right? I'm definitely happy about yeah. it. A, because of our, our sport, we need our two feet and, not being able to be on, on two feet for I think it was at least four a month for sure, that was uh, quite different. Obviously, your life changes a little bit, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Especially uh, you know rehab being at the track, you're just seeing all these little kids just run around on the track or you yeah. know doing whatever in the gym, and then seeing the boys when training camp started and stuff, it kind of was just like, damn, I can't even you know go and stretch with them. Like, yeah. You know? um, so yeah. I don't really know. It's, it was it's crazy, cool journey. I'll tell you that. Starting to learn a little bit about myself and my body, so maybe taking care of it a little bit more. And, uh, yeah. So what was it like home opener? You know, <laughs> I know for me personally, I know this is a small thing, but you know, you're the last guy announced before I I give the and your captain. Like, but it was 
you know, I, you know, you get Billy's out there and then it was, I felt weird, like not saying your name. And it was like, you know, I, I don't know what you were thinking even during the game and stuff like that. Just, you know, there's, there's injuries and you've gone through things in the past, but this is, I feel like this is probably a little bit different than, than stuff in the past. Yeah. Longer, longer recovery time. Yeah. I guess that's really the first thing you think about, but the home opener was pretty crazy. I don't know, like emotional wise, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it, but it's cool. I was just trying to see friends and family in the first half, and in the second half, I was uh, we were sitting up top with the boys, so it was nice to kind of see it from a bird's eye view at some time, you know, yeah. some points in the game, but the other points, it almost feels like going on a little walkie-talkie, <laughs> <laughs> just to see what the boys are thinking. Like, yeah. you just missed the conversations on the bench, or like, you know, Richie's, Richie's really, really good at talking and, you know, coaching, so just, yeah. just... You know, TV, like TV time, I always want to hear who's going now. I don't want to know like yeah. what we're trying to do and stuff like that. So little things you missed, but overall, it's nice to uh, nice to see the game from a different level. I, I was going to cut you off earlier, but you're on fuego, so I just like had a ride. <laughs> um, I got one more for you though, maybe. Like I, I'm thinking, you like, can't cut me cutting yeah, you. Well, I, it's happening. So <laughs> what? Uh, you turn. But like you know how you know Latrell's just talking about missing out on those conversations and stuff like that. But are, are you guys, you know, I know you're not sitting there going, "Man, I, I miss Latrell," or "I wonder what Latrell's thinking." But like this, you know, on opening night, home opener, that kind of stuff is 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 Latrell running through your mind at all? Kind of thing, like just kind of it's it's not great that he's not here, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, swear word sucks <laughs> yeah um but yeah like even i guess you say it uh you'd go with billy and then you say latrell like latrell myself and bill have like a little handshake thing we do before we all before we all go out and it was just me and bill looked at each other and we're like well i guess it's just us two <laughs> and we and we gave a uh we gave we gave uh an air an air uh handshake to latrell yeah. You couldn't be there. Could be there, but just not there. Yeah. But I'm cutting you that. off, cutting me off, cutting Latrell off. This goes back to, I'm just going to put perspective to the listeners. Um, just because obviously I live with Latrell. I know Latrell very well. And I've somewhat been through an injury relatively, not to my knee, but it's like you take a lion and you try to put him in a. Uh, in a chihuahua dog <laughs> portal or like you're going on a flight, you're putting your chihuahua in this thing. Now you're trying to put a line in that and you're like, have fun for the next three months. And then like, that's, I feel like when, when you're saying like Latrell's just smiling and he's happy with all like these little milestones, it's just like, he's so much closer to be able to do something that he just hasn't been able to do that he's done his entire life. Yeah. And it's not even so much like, walking or running or anything like that it's just like sweating and it, like as much as you're like probably listening right now like what is he talking about it's just like when i had my shoulder surgery and when i started sweating like when i could really start working out legs with like no uh precautions it was the best feeling ever everyone hates leg day but leg day was like the best thing ever when it came around just because you're able to sweat you're able to do things that you haven't obviously been able to do. I agree. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I got my boy. 
you know. So. And he, he did the shoulder thing too, so it's like, ah, so it's, nah, I don't know. I'm glad that you're learning new things about yourself. Yes, it's very important. It's very important. Is that good? That's great. So that give is me great. A weird look right now. No, so I'm giving know. you a, like. Do you have a, you? That was that, that the was only cutoff. That, yeah, that was the, the only cutoff. <laughs> and it was a, it was pretty delayed because I got cut off. All right. Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> so we're going into a road game here, and we already talked about. You know, you guys are obviously not going to be together on the road this weekend. But even just now, um, not having that chance to be on the road with the guys, um, you know, how, how do you plan on taking in the game this Friday? Like. Where are you going to be? Who are you going to be watching with? What's what's that going to look like for Latrell Harris? Yeah, I'll be uh, going going back home to Mom's crib in St. Catharines. So I'll be uh, – my sister actually comes home from England. She's been there uh, for nice. a semester, yeah, for school. So, just, you know, just be at home, catch up on some time. My, uh, my sisters love watching the NLO. So they're actually uh, pretty into it. You know, they're up to date. So it'll be nice to uh, chill out a little bit. Um, Watch with them and my other sister. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Tuni. She uh, she's got a puppy. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's gonna be very entertaining. Yeah, yeah uh, it'll be nice to take a nap with it because little baby dogs like to sleep. And yeah, so back home, but it's gonna be a little weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. First time the boys are going to Texas too, so it would have been cool to go see a different rink and you know. Just not go to the same place, I guess. But uh, yeah, that's for the future. Well, if you need somebody to text on Friday night during the game, cool. it'll probably be FaceTime because it'll oh, be paragraphs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it will be paragraphs. all right, all right, all right. Well, I'm here for you, buddy. I'm here for you. Um, so we're coming up on the holidays here. Um, I know we're going to talk a little Christmas later, but any holiday traditions for you and your family that uh, as we get closer to it? Not really. Just have a dinner with my mom's side and my dad's side and presents and uh, yeah. maybe go a little shopping on Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was your favorite uh, gift as a child. What was my favorite yeah. gift? Yeah. Is there anything that you remember that you really wanted that you got or even, you know, something that surprised you, anything? Like- there would probably be hockey equipment or like a new stick, maybe... You know, getting told I can go and pick out a pair of skates. Hockey stuff is, it is real expensive. So, you yeah, know, those are, uh, those come out like around special times, maybe once a year even. Yeah. So it was always a big moment. It's good. Yeah. Charlie, you got one? Yeah, I do. All right. Uh, <laughs> I got Guitar Hero. Uh, like maybe Guitar Hero 3 or something back in the day. Yeah. But, the only thing I wanted, didn't think I was getting it. It was like hidden. Oh, it was, it was the best. That was the best. I Child shred that thing. Child shreds on Guitar Hero. Yeah. Just, just to put it out there. <laughs> side, side note to that story of getting Guitar Hero. I think when I got it, my mom and I went to uh, someone's place for Christmas uh, dinner or whatever. And um obviously all the presents stuff under the tree and uh they're already opened and then we come home and our house is broken into no way yeah, and so like it made that gift even more like frig yeah it survived because <laughs> they didn't actually take really any like gifts it was it was weird it was a sticky bandits they just wanted money and 
jewelry, yeah. I guess. But uh, yeah, I remember like we came home, the doors were open, and we're like, uh, "This is not good." And then walk in, and I remember just turning Guitar Hero right there. I was like, "I don't even care." I got my Guitar Hero. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey. Adversity. Advers- adversity. The topic of today's podcast: yeah. <laughs> adversity, <laughs> overcoming adversity. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, Christmas, uh, it's going to be a little bit weird, I feel like, around here because we don't really get a true break around Christmas this year, right? Like, you know, a game this weekend, and then we're right back at it again on December 30th with uh, Steel City Rock Night featuring a halftime performance from Hamilton's own Monster Truck. But uh, is that going to be a little bit different for you guys too? Not really being able to, like for yourself, not really being able to, or you are going home. I'm going home. And we just talked and to about this. To be honest, this. I usually <laughs> go home for like three days over the holidays. So yeah. It's, I'm getting like four or five. So. Right. Yeah. Because practice is pushed off until uh, the 29th this week. Yep. So there yeah. you go. Well, this is usual. Just hoping on flights. Just hoping on flights. Last year I was on a flight for two and a half, three hours, sitting on the runway, and then they come over and um, your flight's being canceled. So that was amazing. And then. I was like, oh, quick audible. I'll go with the girlfriend to her family out in New Brunswick. Get there. Flight's delayed. <laughs> Flight's delayed. <laughs> Flight's delayed. It's like four and a half hours. Flight's delayed. Six hours. Flight's delayed. Eight hours. Canceled. Christmas. <laughs> Day before Christmas Eve at like nine at night. We're going back home. You're like, all right. What are we doing? I feel like there was a few people in that boat last year. Didn't oh, Adam, Adam like, J end up? Uh, I think so. Oh, yeah. I thought there was a few yeah. guys trying to get home last year at different times, and they uh, they may have gone out early. Maybe. Okay. But, yeah, just Vancouver wasn't ready for the snow that they had. Fair enough. So. Yeah, wish you guys. This isn't a sad. Hey, <laughs> come listen to the podcast holidays, where Challen tells yeah. all the sad Christmas stories. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, for me, I feel like it was uh, the GT Snow Racer was a big thing. Oh yeah. When we were younger, I remember myself and my two brothers came out Christmas morning. The big boxes were out there. But the other thing is always the oh, I think there might be one more gift over there. Oh, yeah. right? Those are always some yeah. ones. My dad was big with the, he would do the, uh, like the little, like the game where it's like, he'd go and find a card and be like, Hey, now go look under the couch. Oh, go look in the freezer. Go you look in the whatever. And one of my biggest things was for me, anybody who knows me, big Pittsburgh Penguins fan. But the one year when I got, uh, tickets to go see the Penguins, I think it was probably like when I was like 11 or something like that. Uh, First time going to see the penguins at Maple Leaf Gardens. That was a, there's one more present, I think, behind the bookshelf. And it was an envelope with two tickets in it. So that was, uh, those are probably my biggest ones. Yeah. That's, those are happy stories. Yeah, Sorry, really child. No, I got Canucks tickets once. I was fired up. Yeah. Very similar to you. Yeah. It was like those tickets, like you think now, like going to a game, right? When you're young and, you know, maybe you can relate that even to like some of the kids around here, like, you know, getting rock tickets and stuff like that for Christmas. It's it's pretty cool. Like you kind of take it for granted when you get older because like you have your own money. You might know people, whatever you can get to get to a game. But when you're little and, and walking into that arena for the very first time and it's so like I know you're going to say it's so big, right? Yeah. Like I remember my first time walking into Maple Leaf Gardens to see the Leafs play. Um 
which was before I got to see the Penguins play. I guess I'd already been to see the Leafs play, but um, I, I just like almost couldn't walk out like the the runway to the stands because I looked and I saw how big the arena was, and I remember just like freezing in the spot, going, "Oh my god, this place is so much bigger than it looks on TV." And uh, you know, you wonder if the kids are like that too when they come to our games and that, and come into the big arena and see all the music and see you guys in person and that and um probably a pretty cool experience yeah i'd have to think so mm-hmm. okay <laughs> <laughs> i feel like a lot of the kids we see here all the time i, I know some of those yeah. kids yeah, the, yeah it is a different time now right like the access to athletes either through social media or especially with us here is it's just so much different right like it wasn't like you could go down and see i don't know who would have been the era with the kind of like trevor linden oh yeah been a, yeah like tuesday naslin yeah west like, coast express <laughs> jovo cop yeah. yes and on and on yeah boxing day shopping latrell oh yeah i personally absolutely hate them all more so on boxing day uh what would you go for i would like to upgrade my ipad Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, I, you know, just kind of try and get more uh, organized in the 2024 year because I'm a little not organized right now. <laughs> so seeing it digitally would be nice. Um, and then I'd probably maybe bring my sisters and brother with me. That'd be a little part of their Christmas present, depending on where they go. Though, if they get a little pricey, I'm gonna have to pull them <laughs> back a little bit, but. I don't know. We'll you see. You right. don't need some more shoes? Uh, no, not right now. I'm saving. <laughs> There's a lot of shoes in your life to begin with right now, There's a now, lot right? of shoes. Yeah. Do you have a favorite pair of shoes? Um, I don't think so. I have a couple of pairs that I haven't ever worn. Yeah, they're in boxes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they might stay in the box because the value of them might go up. But... Uh, hmm. I don't know. I don't think I have a favorite pair. I, that's that's way too hard of a decision for me. I'm not good at making decisions. Speaking of Boxing Day, is it okay if you're not going to see somebody you're getting a Christmas present yes. for until after, yes. it's okay to go and yes. wait until Boxing Day to get a better deal to save Absolutely. money? Uh, if okay. someone doesn't think that's okay, then they're not getting I the disagree present. with them. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. What, what's your thoughts on it? Um... I don't know. I, I think it's maybe not bad because you could probably, maybe you can afford to get something even better for somebody, right? Right. Yeah. So really it kind of works out for, for both people, right? Like you may, if you have a certain budget in mind, you might not be able to get that item until after Christmas. So it kind of works out good that you maybe don't see that, that person and like, what's they the never know and you get them something yeah. even What's better? the difference to them? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. It's like, oh, here's your present. Here's your Christmas present on the 28th. Yeah. Boom. They don't here's need your, to know when you bought it. Yeah. Here's your Christmas present I bought today. Yeah. On the 28th for you. <laughs> I know that's on Boxing Day. I'm just trying to say. Right. You know, it's, it's irrelevant. Yeah. Get them something better. Yeah. There you go. Might be a little yeah. surprised. Too. I have a random question for Latrell. I kind of putting him in this direction. If you weren't a lacrosse player, take out all athletics. What would you want to do? Because I feel like I have ideas of what you might want to do. 
Okay. But I want to hear your ideas. I think I have an idea too, but I want to hear. Yeah, I might write mine down and just see if it's. Oh, I like that. I like that. I'm gonna write mine down in my head. I believe it. Um, when I was younger, I've always wanted to be a garbage man. I wanted to ride on the back of a garbage truck. Same. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> really? Yeah. Right. I was gonna be. Let's go on. Yeah. Um, but then I realized as I got older, it's smelly and it's not really what I want to do. Then obviously. Well, not obviously, I can't talk about sports. So then, like, firefighting, just like, uh, had a lot of hockey coaches, hockey coaches in my life that were uh, firefighters. So just like something I've always been a part. But now, in my 25th year of living, I think I would love to be a tattoo artist. That's maybe what the new iPad's for. Maybe get a little sketching going and, you know, kind of upgrade, upgrade my style. Who knows? But I think that would be my uh, ultimatum as a tattoo artist. That's sick. I'll be your blind canvas, bud. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Only after that. <laughs> what was your guess, Chow? My guess was uh, some in design, not so much tattoo design or flesh design. Um, I was going more like shoe design, clothing designer. I was way off the board then. Yeah. You don't know the trail. Uh-huh. I don't. <laughs> like, Go, go ahead. Chef. You see. I I was, was, is that I was, crazy? I feel like that was almost early day treasy. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't say I would, I would love to be a chef, like a travel chef. You know, just go with some like athletes. Yeah. yeah, personal chef. But me, myself as an eater, I'm decently picky. So I don't know what stuff tastes like or how it should be cooked or what sauce to put with what things. That, that's all the process, you know. I love what I can intake. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> this guy absolutely yeah. hates seafood, so that, that might not be the. And I feel like that's in a lot of meals of the people who would always want to cook meals for. Well, you just you open up a restaurant without seafood. You tell all the pescatarians to just kick rocks. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I yeah, my girlfriend was a pescatarian. Wow. All right. It was. Okay, <laughs> I think we're good here. <laughs> we've hit a lot of different topics. We have. We've been all over the place. It's been great. It's, it's been good, great. Though. It keeps the audience on their toes. You never know yeah, what yeah. you're going to get when the boys are in the booth. Yeah. Are we going to talk about Latrell's lacrosse career or what he wants to be I, when he grows up? I think we... Oh, I'm not no, saying that's a bad saying. thing. I'm saying no, like, I think, yeah. yeah. We, we talk... The, list, the listeners know about Latrell. Those things, no, they do. Can I can I throw some out there? You're about to cut it. Well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, if you I think I mentioned this before, out. and this is circling back to torn ACL. But Latrell did that in like the first quarter. Yeah, but yeah, the first quarter of this game, <laughs> and he played the rest of the game, which is. <laughs> I don't know. Not Bury recommended. Your ACL and try to walk. <laughs> yeah, not and, recommended. And then try to play a professional lacrosse game. Just crazy what this man can do. I wonder his rehab's going so well. Guy's a beast. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> weird. Sorry, I'm done now. Okay, uh, Latrell, thanks a lot. The Mikey, thanks for having we me. Are, on here. We are. <laughs> California. <laughs> we are pleasure. we are very happy to hear that, uh, and I'm sure all of Rock City feels the same way that the rehab is going well, and and we can't wait to see you back on the floor. We hope maybe 
pie in the sky. I know we don't like to talk about it too much that maybe it'll be this year at some point, but uh, if not, we can't wait till uh, that next time. And me personally, the next time I can uh, stretch out your name to the restraining line and to oh, the center crap. line. <laughs> yeah, maybe I can get like a little run out song, maybe or something like that. Like your own song yeah, during like just the a quick intro? 15 seconds. <laughs> just a tunnel vision. Maybe, I, you know, like, and maybe spoiler alert if you're listening, like, it, I have always wanted to do something. If there is some big return, I've always wanted to do some kind of big, like, he comes out of the stands or like something like that would be amazing. Well, I'm now, not retiring. <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. That it would be like, you know, you get to like a 91 and then it's like, like you say, the music changes. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like a whole different like tone for the intro. And it's like. You know, no. after nine months, something, yeah, like you get into it. I like better that. come out and have the best game of my yeah, life. Yeah, that would be the other. You got to live up to the hype then, which you uh, we should usually them tend down to do from up top. Sure. If you're willing to do that, be lowered from the ceiling at First Ontario Center. Just right to your spot. On as long the floor. as everything's yeah. safe. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Just right into it. Okay. <laughs> right in your spot on the line. Right Hey, that's pretty cool. Maybe. Who knows? Who we'll knows? think who about knows? it. We'll workshop that. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Latrell, thanks a lot. And, uh, you know, we'll chat again soon and can't wait to see you back on the floor. Oh, same. But All thank right. you for having me. <laughs> thank you All for right. having me. I appreciate it. That was Latrell Harris of the Toronto Rock. We'll take a short break here on Toronto Rock Total Access and be back with the listener mailbag in a moment. Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access. Mike Hancock, along with the co-host, Jalen Rogers. And we're going to jump right into the listener mailbag because, like we said earlier, exploded. So we gotta, we're got we going to try and get through as many as possible. And then, Chow, keep a little running total in your head or running tally, I guess. You're going to pick which question you think was the best or maybe just the question you want to award the prize to. Love it. Okay. All right. So we're going to start off with this question from Nathan, who asks, what makes winning on the road tougher than winning at home? Um, short, short, easy answer. Uh, just getting out of a routine. Um, you know, different spot. Um, you know, obviously the Eastern teams, we've had familiar, familial, familiarity. There you go. Thank you. Um, we've done that. Sorry, I'm restarting the answer. Take two. Um, I'll give you the quick, easy answer. Uh, it gets you out of kind of your routine, your rhythm, what you're used to. Um, when it's a home game, you know, you're staying at your house the night before. You kind of know when you need to leave. You know what you have going on in the mornings and whatnot. Um, on the road, it's a little bit different. You fly in at a different time. You're in a different city, hotel. Um, the one thing, I guess, that's constant makes – uh, you know, those road trips a lot better is just being with the guys constantly. Um, you're with them at the airport, obviously on the flight, the whole time you're together. So it's a great time for us to bond and, and um, create some better off-the-floor chemistry as well as on. Um, but, yeah, simple answer. 
Perfect. Okay. Thank you, Nathan, for the question. On to our next question. Clinton asks, how does the team feel about the year ahead after their start to the season this year versus last with the additions such as Matthews, Bushi, Lintner, and this year's class of the rookies? Clinton, very good question. Dialed into what's going on around the team too. Child, what do you think? Um, We started the same, I guess, as yeah, last so year. Far, 1-0 yeah. uh, after our first home game. But, um, you know, it feels very opportunistic uh, this year. And I would say the same thing last year. Um, after three games at last year, it's not where we want it to be. But this year we're obviously looking to, to win every game we play in. And um, it's, it's a little bit weird now with some bye weeks here. But, um, you know, after our first game, I think there's a lot to improve on. But I think there's a lot that we did really well. Um, so it's it's good to have that kind of base and and opportunity to just keep raising the bar and, and keep excelling to where we want to get to when uh, when it matters the most. Okay, let's move on to – first got to say thank you to Clinton for that question. Let's move on to Malcolm. And he would like to know, which teams are you guys looking forward to playing against in the coming season with the new unified standings? All the ones that we don't really get to play. Uh, This is going to be a historic season just because of the teams that we haven't played in our team's history. Um, That being Vegas, uh, Panther City. Um, Is that it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, Well, right on. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, it's great to to play some teams that we obviously don't get to and and our fans don't get to see us play. Um, But yeah, I don't know if for me, I would say Vancouver, but we don't play in Vancouver. Um, So it's not that exciting for me. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I wish I had a better answer. We thank uh, Malcolm for the question there. We'll move on to our old friend, Tall Franklin. The GOAT. He uh, chimes in. He's He's got a few, but uh, we're just going to pick one here from him. Um, and this was kind of interesting because I'd, I'd really like to hear your answer if you kind of go off the uh, off script a little bit on this one. But where do you want to play a lacrosse game that you have not yet played a lacrosse game, either realistic or non-realistic? Um, wow. We can cut this time while I'm thinking. Well, I mean, I just think like this could be all over the place. You know, there's been games on aircraft carriers. There's been on like, you know, landing strips at airports or like, you know, just random places, the top of a building. I don't know. But this is I I was thinking about when this came in. And I think we talked about playing on a beach at one point. I think that came up on last year's podcast, too, is somehow putting up, you know, a, a set of boards on the beach and, and being able to play a game on the beach, some nice location, or maybe, like you said, maybe there's something totally unrealistic <laughs> that, uh, where you might want to play a game. I kind of like the, uh, on the water idea and me being a West coast guy, kind of being raised by the mountains and stuff. There's some good inlets there where you could kind of throw like a, a giant, I don't know, tanker ship, right in the middle, make a nice floor. It'd just be, I can see the photo now with mountains on both sides. It'd look really nice. That's a great question. I really have to think about that one. Thanks to Tall Franklin for that one. Next up, Brad, our good friend Brad, 
Brad Cree. Nope. <laughs> Brad W., who always sends questions in, um, who signs off as the number one Toronto Rock Total Access podcast fan. Do we have a few of those? That's how he signs off his email. Well, I think Tall Franklin maybe is in that mix, and we got a couple other, yep. but Brad, like it's right in yep. his email signature here. Yep. Um, okay, so he's got a couple, and one is actually for me, so thanks, Brad. First one, though, is for Chow. Uh, if you weren't a pro lacrosse player, and this is the thing where we kind of already covered this one, I guess, right? If you weren't a pro lacrosse player, what a – oh, no, you said Don Sports. Brad saves the day. If you weren't a pro lacrosse player, what other sport would you want to be playing professionally? Ooh, I've thought about this a lot. Um, football. Bingo. Yeah, That's what I thought. I thought you would say football. I'd want to be a quarterback. I quarterback. quarterback? I thought you want to be a wide receiver for some reason or a tight end. Yeah. Yeah. When I was growing up, I, I, I could sling it. Really? I was I was a lunchtime quarterback, <laughs> recess quarterback. Really? Yeah. All right. I was kind of like a dual threat. Okay. Uh, the question for me is, Mike, whether current or former, what is your favorite nickname or slogan that you use during games? Mm. And I've actually, since this question came in, I got to see these before, before Child did. And I've actually been thinking about this, and I'm not – Sure. Yeah, it's difficult at times. I'm not sure. what. Like a recent favorite for sure has become Bang Bang Corey Small. That, that has definitely become a favorite of mine. The Iceman. Like say hello to the Iceman when you get introduced. Um, but even, you know, Robbie Who was good. That was a good one. And then got the people going. you can't spell dangerous without D-A-N. I like that one too. Um, but Baby probably, no, nah, you know, probably the, the one that, you know, it, it's probably Rosie. Yeah. It, it's probably Rosie. Like that, that's the one where you, you kind of hear some people talk about it and it's like, oh, uh, you know, it's kind of cool that, you know, when Rosie's walking around, I've heard other people say, oh, that's Rosie. It's like, what's it like to have, you know, like 10,000 people or whatever chanting your name, like <laughs> multiple nights during the game. And then you stop and think about that. And you're like, oh, yeah, I guess that that does happen. Yeah. Like and right on cue. Right. It happens when he's walking down the street in Hamilton. I was with him. Yeah. You want to do uh, the radio, uh, great cop radio interview. And oh, it bounce. Yeah. Uh, we just parked and we're. Walking where we we're supposed to go, and, and uh, we were pretty close to First Ontario Center, and, and some guy looks across the street, he's just like Rosie, <laughs> and, and he looks over. Rosie just laughs, kind of waves at him, and we keep on walking. Like he's on the other side of the street and says it, just like a simple call, and he just kept on walking. Yeah, and it was just hilarious. We were just laughing. Wow, that's great. That's good. So, well, actually, another rec- getting recognized story. Uh, Chris Corbeil also happened to uh, be at Cirque du Soleil on Friday, and he said right when he got over, he he said uh, he got recognized on the concourse like right away. Really, walking in, and a guy was just like, "Hey," he's like, "You play for the Rock? You're Chris Corbeil." <laughs> and Corb was like, "I've hardly played any games here." Yet. Like, <laughs> yeah. Really? So. It is crazy. The, and I will say this over and over again if people ask. It's like the fan base in Hamilton and this group, like it's different. It, it's been – it's just different. And um, 
there's, there's a lot of people, it seems like, that are right dialed in with this and, and really on board and invested as fans, I would say, for sure. Um, we did get another question, actually, through social media, and we'll maybe make this a bit of a segment later on, but also asking about some of the player nicknames and how they come up with it. So I was thinking about doing, and I wrote this down, nickname story time uh, at some point, because there is actually like some thought put into these things it's not just we pull something out of a random bag or you know people suggest stuff we talk about it we workshop it figure out how we could work it in game what the goal song is going to be tied into it all these things so and you know crowd participation things like you know mark matthews goal song don't you want me baby having the oo part in it so that the crowd can chime in like that's why that kind of and we have 80s night coming up this year. It's an 80s classic. It just kind of tied in with everything. So anyways, longer story to that one too. But um, <laughs> do we have one more? I think we do actually have one more. I just got to dig it up here. Child, be patient with me. Uh, no worries. We can cut it, right? Yeah, it's all good. Editing, we can I cut it. should be able to find it quicker. Here we go. So this person, uh, actually Henry and Edie, they sent in questions last week. And this week, their question, not lacrosse related oh but clearly big fans of the podcast and know that you are a big fan of the television program survivor yes so henry and Edie are wondering oh. how do you feel about all the recent twists put into survivor like shot in the dark the beware advantage risk your vote etc has it improved or hurt the integrity of the game that's a great question. Henry and Edie, well thought out. Okay. It's off the top ropes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I think when it first came into, into the gameplay, I loved it because it was something different, something new. But I find that a lot of it's at times like repetitive. So it's like they already know that it's coming and when it's kind of coming. So like that can factor into totally how you play the game and how you kind of search for idols and, and everything like that. But um i like i feel like they obviously can recycle it they recycle the the obstacles and stuff all the time and that's great and even things like that they can practice but i feel like if they like skipped a season like you use this one this season we're gonna skip it skip two seasons and then throw it in there or do like we'll put this one back in next year just like so it's a little less predictable a little less predictable for yeah. obviously the players but you know the fans too like how many times have you kind of seen the same thing over and over again? Just yeah. Friggin' Austin. Yeah. <sighs> you know the Arthur Fist meme? That's me at Austin yeah. right now for all those Survivor <laughs> listeners. Yeah. He's same, same, but different. Okay. Oh, I'm now mad. Now I'm mad. Okay. Sorry. Henry and ED got me mad. Henry Henry Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> All right, child. So we've heard all the questions now. Is there one that sticks out at you as the winner in our first listener mailbag Toronto Rock Prize Pack giveaway? Um, after some serious thought, and I think you did this on purpose, um, we're going to go with the first question answered. And I think that was from Mr. Nathan. Nathan, yes. Nathan. That Mr. Is Nathan. Correct. Mr. Nathan. Nathan. All right. He uh, asked, of course, what – what makes winning on the road tougher than winning at home? So, Nathan, that was a great question. You are the winner of our first listener mailbag prize pack. We'll be in touch to get you your prize. Uh, with, you'll receive it within the next couple of weeks here. And uh, congratulations. And for everybody out there, 
keep those questions coming in to Toronto Rock Total Access. The email is totalaccess at torontorock.com. Keep them coming in, and we will, uh, of course, jump back into the mailbag again on the next program. We do have to remind everybody quickly that we are at home on Saturday, December the 30th for Steel City Rock Night when Monster Truck, Hamilton's Zone will perform at halftime. We've got some other stuff coming up in the next week or so to help promo that as well. So you want to keep your eye on our social media channels and torontorock.com for all that. We also launched uh, earlier this week, by the time you're listening to this, the 80s Night Pack which includes two hats and two tickets starting at $90. You can check that out again at torontorock.com and get your hands on that. But of course, this Friday night, Chow, you guys are on the road in Panther City, 8 o'clock Eastern start. And we do have to remind everybody, and Chow, make sure you spread the word about this, that the only way to watch the game, of course, is stream only. No television broadcast, stream only on TSN+. And you must have a subscription now to watch games on TSN+. Do you? Yes. Oh. You must need a subscription. If you don't have one, get one. Okay, so you can check that out on Friday night, uh, 8 o'clock Eastern, the Toronto Rock against the Panther City Lacrosse Club, live from Fort Worth, Texas on TSN+. Plus. Get a subscription. Get a subscription. All right, Chal, anything else to add before we wrap this thing up? Uh, I'm glad that you're here as like a Thanks. as like a filter. <laughs> Because there's a lot of things that are said or stuff, and then you're like, and we will cut that. (laughs) So I'm very appreciative of you during this holiday season. Well, you know what we say. When you walk by the room, you find out maybe next week you might be the guest on the show. He won't won't be the guest. No? No. What? Because they usually show up right now. Well, and there they both are. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Matthews, yep, he's rolling in, dropping off reports. And Lentner came in with a report and left with the same report right out of the room. Does she have Mark on right now? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's going to be a tough get. Yeah. I, just, I just feel like that might be a tough get this year. But actually, next week, podcast could be a bit of an issue. When are you back? 28th, 29th. Flight right. hasn't Practice been Practice is booked. the 29th. We have to cart the gear down to Hamilton and do the podcast. No, there may, there may not be a podcast. I have to do it in the hotel actually. room. Set up shop. And then just fire it right out, edit it Friday night, and Dang. edit it out before the game. You could do that. Yeah, I could. It's a possibility. We just don't cut anything. <laughs> just do it live? <laughs> yeah. Friday night? Maybe we just do like a Twitter spaces? Is that even still a thing? We could do, we could do that live on Friday night. Yeah. That's dangerous city. Very. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. Bad idea. Recorded podcast. All right. So yeah, better. I'm out. Okay. All right. That will just about do it. In the meantime and in between time, for Challen Rogers, I am Mike Hancock saying that's it. That's all. Another edition of Toronto Rock Total Access is over and done with. We will chat possibly next week. Merry Christmas, Rock City. Send your questions in.